Hi there, you are listening to Maria Kamen at MKPDE on Anchor, and today's topic is cake, C-A-K-E. We will be discussing um, everything you can think of about cake. You know, sometimes it's soft and fluffy and delicious and edible and sweet, and it melts in your mouth, and you just feel like you are floating on a cloud because it just is so savory and delicious. And other times it can be this hard, heavy, burdensome clunk of food that um, is on your plate. And we're going to discuss why that is and how the baker's very. You are listening to Maria Kamen at MKPDE on Anchor. We will be discussing cake. C-A-K-E. Hi there. You are listening to Maria Kamen at MKPDE, and I'm so glad you're here. Today's topic is cake. C-A-K-E. And for events, it is about going the distance. You have to be able to endure the year of planning or the six months of planning or the three months of planning but honestly three months isn't enough time to plan a big event so if it's under a hundred a hundred people you can do it in three months if it's over a hundred people then it's difficult to plan in three months nonetheless today's topic is cake c-a-k-e what makes cake so different? Well, this is one of the things that I discovered in um, planning events, that each baker has their own recipe. So it's not like you could take the cake in a box and call it a designer cake. Although now they have cake in a box that you cook in a cup or in a mug. Um, for one minute so I just purchased that to see what that would taste like if it comes out fluffy or if it comes out stiff um, but nonetheless um, each baker normally has some type of recipe that they use and I've been at events too where somebody in the family knows how to bake a cake and they took it out of a box and it tastes delicious I'm not knocking that, so please don't misunderstand DYI people. I'm all for you. Um, We're just going to talk about the difference in recipes and what makes it um, tasty and what makes it not. So there are, um, to my knowledge, three types of cake frosting. One is a whipped frosting, um, which is... Um, like a whipped cream and that needs to be refrigerated until the last minute and then there is your icing which is called royal icing um, and that could sit out a little bit longer it depends what you put on the inside so there are time restrictions and expiration times for these and then There's just icing, or not icing, shall I say, where the icing shows on the inside, but the cake itself 
is um, nude. I guess that's what you call it. There is also just glazing, which is a light coat of icing. You are listening to Maria Kamen. Oh, I have a little bit more time. Sorry about that. I am recording on a new device, and it does things a little bit different. So it's so exciting because um, there are so many options that this is one of the things that I really recommend brides to go see more than one because of the taste difference and the pricing difference. So we are um, going to discuss both. The cakes in itself are, you, you could pretty much take your baker, any drawing that you have, and they will come up with a version of the cake to go along with it. And I think that is one of the most gifted things that bakers do is they will take your idea and make it become reality. It's also what event planners do, and I very much admire them for that. So let's discuss that a little further. I'll be right back. You are listening to Maria Kamen at MKPDE on Anchor. Hi there, you are listening to Maria Kamen at MKPDE on Anchor, and thank you so much for joining me and listening to my podcast. I know that these are silly and so irrelevant to what's going on in the world, and um, I hope they're somewhat humorous, because the funny thing is, people think that planning an event or a party or a wedding, and that's most likely where cakes are served, although birthday parties and celebrations are served there too, Um, they think that it is so easy, um, and DIYers um, get into it and think, I don't need to hire a wedding planner, They, um, they just cost too much money, and the reality is that we save you a ton of money and time and value. So let's talk cake. There are um, bakeries that deliberately make their cake heavy and their filling thick and they uh, weigh more than other cakes as in weigh as in scale. Um, you know, if you put it two different cakes on a scale, one might weigh a little lighter than the other, and it has to do with the batter that they make. Um, I really took time to interview bakers and choose the bakers that I recommend to, um, my brides and grooms and my party people very seriously because It is the last taste that your guests have in their mouth of your event. It should be a reflection of your favorite taste. If you like lemon, then it should, you should definitely put lemon cake in there. If you like deep, dark chocolate, then you should have a chocolate cake. But the interesting thing is it has to do with the flour that makes a difference. And I've 
you could experiment at home. I'll, t I'll challenge you to go buy different cave batters and see which one is the lightest and heaviest. Um, it happens on that too, you know. Um, a cake that has sour cream added to the batter or cream cheese might be a little thicker and heavier than a cake that is just um, a light flavor such as oh, um, angel cake. Angel cake is very light and fluffy, uh, whereas a chocolate cake or a banana nut cake or a fruit cake is thicker and denser and heavier. And these are one of the choices that you have to make for your event. Now here's the interesting thing. They are relatively the same in price. However, they might vary a quarter or 50 cents depending on your baker. So we're normally a cake, um, a slice of cake would be a dollar fifty per per serving. It would be two dollars if you got, let's say, a banana nut cake, which is rather an interesting topic. And I know it sounds silly to people, uh, but it's really true that cakes are charged by the slice. I um, know when I went into it and earlier in event planning years, you would just go buy a cake. But um, as the industry advanced, it also learned that it was more financially feasible for the baker and I am all for small business making a profit. So they charge per person. So you think it's not a lot of money, $1.50 a person, and you have 350 guests at your wedding. It is $525 for that cake that you're ordering. So it's a pretty good chunk of your budget. It's not a small amount of money that you're paying. And um, then all your guests might not want to eat it. So you have to figure out if you're going to take it home or give it to the venue to serve to their guests. So some things you want to consider. So as you go, you have to ask the baker if their batter is heavy or light. Uh, your first interview, you're interviewing them to see even if you want to purchase from them. And then you have to ask them for a tasting. This is all what wedding planners do. They save you that first step of going to them. The second step is the tasting. Um, I recommend that you have it narrowed down to three places, five at the most. And the reason for this is it gets difficult to figure it out. So once you've tasted a heavy cake and then you drive to another place to taste another cake, um, 
baker's cake, you know, you, you really do have to, um, have some kind of a break there. Take, take a coffee or something to drink. The bakers are very good in providing a small beverage, um, for you. However, you do need to think about yourself. Take water, um, my personal choice is uh, bakers that are designer bakers. That means they can design anything that you need, and there is a reason for that. I love the ability to be able to draw a photograph or photograph a cake for my clients and see the baker create one. This is a little bit different than going through their style book and uh, picking one of their styles. And the reason I like this is because they can um, customize your wedding even more or your event even more and it adds to the wow factor. You are listening to Maria Kamen at MKPDE on Anchor. Hi there, you are listening to Maria Kamen at MKPDE on Anchor. And we are talking about cake and bakers and their different styles. Now, I have to tell you how many of you are a-holes. I bet there's a lot of people out there that are a-holes. Well, if you're an a-hole and you're planning an event, then I highly recommend that you go and purchase a butt cake. And yes, it is a business that specializes in butt cakes. Um, And you can design it as a flower, or you can design it as a donut, or you can design it as whatever you want. If you're a groom who is an a-hole, then you just need to get a cake like this. It would be the perfect groom's cake. It's a great bachelor um, cake. Uh, The same thing for a bachelorette party. It's the perfect cake for that. One of my other favorite um, bakers is um, Sweet Cheeks. And they actually, this is an Encinitas, and um, I'm not sure where her bakery is. Oh, she's in San Diego. Sorry about that. She's awesome, and she competed in the cake challenge. And um, she does, um, bakes cakes for the Rancho Santa Fe Golf Place. Um, She's an amazing baker. You have to go out and meet her and taste her cake. Just like the Bundt Cake Place, they um, they post, both provide tastings. Um, I love that the Bundt Bakery, you could just walk in and buy a Bundt Cake, and um, they will have samples for you to taste. Um, there's also other great bakeries. Before you do that, if you're a DIYer, then I highly recommend that you go to the store. And this is a fun family project. Your fiance will love it. Um, go and buy some cakes 
and learned box cake and learned what cakes taste like and see if you could figure out the difference between cakes um, just from the grocery store. You can buy cupcakes at the grocery store. You can um, buy their small sample birthday cakes. Then bake your cakes um, that are box cakes and have a sampling at home. This also gets the family very encouraged and makes them feel like they're a part of your um, tasting because the reality is you're not going to take your bridesmaids and your bridegrooms to taste cake with you. You'll take a handful of people. It'll be the bride, the groom, and um, maybe two other people. And even that's a lot. So normally it's the bride, the groom, the wedding planner, and the other person. Um, I enjoy going on tastings with my couples. Other wedding planners do not. Um, I enjoy it because then I get to discuss the difference in cake and they understand and I get to also negotiate a little bit about their cake and I um, try to negotiate their pricing but I'll tell you what you start negotiating too much um, and you just might end up in a divorce so um, it's just part of life and um, when your wedding planner takes the divorce for you it's um, a little difficult nonetheless it is a choice and life goes on right there are designer brand cakes that um, you just have to figure out what is best for you. Um, there are fillings. Any fruit, there is a filling for. So um, if you like oranges, there's orange filling, strawberry, lemon, custard. Um, you know, just pick your, your fruit and they can come up with a, a filling for it. It is amazing what cakes have come out to. Now this is personally one of the things that I enjoy um, is because cake is rather expensive and not all people like cake. Um, there is also the option of having multiple dessert tables and in that you arrange it a little bit different because not everyone is going to eat every dessert then for 350 guests maybe you'll have a wedding cake for 150 and you'll have cupcake table that serves you know 50 people and um, maybe an ice cream table that serves another 50 people and so on um, and then that breaks up the cost a little bit it depends on the products that you choose to have at each table and it's kind of like a um, dessert buffet and it is traditional then that stays up throughout the dancing which um, is really good for your guests to have um, food or something that they can munch on if there's going to be alcohol and dancing and 
um, drinking throughout the night. If you have a dessert table that's set up, that they can go and get something. If the party is going to go beyond midnight, um, at midnight you should have something served again so your guest can have something in their stomachs to absorb the alcohol. Event planning is a costly thing, and if you're planning a any type of event um, and you don't have the money, I recommend that you start saving or call me at MK Pure Diamond Events and let's have a consultation. I'll help you set up your budget. I'll help you plan the event. I'll help you narrow the choices down so that you're not running around town all over the place trying to figure out what you're doing. So after you listen to this podcast and you go out and make your cakes for your families to taste and you're trying to figure out which is the light cake and which is the heavy cake, give me a call back at the station and um, let me know what you think. Call me back with your comments or your questions or just your thoughts about the cake industry. There are um, many, many options of things to do. There are um, fruit cakes and tarts, and the list is endless. You can do a cookie table. There are lots of things that you could do at your event that relate to cake. Um, and I love that now there are so many options. Um, years ago, you served cake and punch. And the party was over and people went home. Today, the idea is to get the event or your wedding to last as long as possible because it took you so long to plan it and you want to be able to enjoy it. And I even now know that um, there are parties or weddings where the reception starts and in the middle of the reception is the wedding ceremony and then you go on to dinner and a party um, you're dancing afterwards so there is creativity all around and I would love to, to help you design something that fits your personality you are listening to Maria Kamen at MKPDE on Anchor and I hope that you enjoyed this talk Please give me a call or drop me an email. You can visit my website at mkpurediamondevents.com or you can go to wix.com and choose DYI Wedding and a consulting fee and I'll be happy to uh, face chat with you and help you plan your wedding. Go out and make it a great day. Hi there, you are listening to Maria Kamen at MKPDE on Anchor, and this is my commercial because this is not a sponsored station. Um, Anchor is a platform for podcasts, and you can listen to me on Apple or any other podcast form that you choose, and I am very grateful to Anchor for starting this. You are also welcome to... Uh, visit my website at mkpurediamondevents.com. You can see my pricing and packages 
for weddings there or you can go to wix.com and join my club yes as in nightclub or dancing or party people um, or foodie people and join the DYI weddings or MKPDE depending on what you want help with and pay for consultation or consulting or counseling whatever you choose to call it and I'll walk you through your uh, meeting wedding or event um, their prices are very reasonable and they're explained on how the pricing is and what you will receive in return you have been listening to Maria Kamen at MKPDE on Anchor and I hope that you enjoy this um, segment or episode depending on how you call it uh, Maria Kamen at MKPDE on Anchor go out and make it a great day Hi there, you are listening to Maria Kamen at MKPDE on Anchor, and thank you so much for joining me and listening to my podcast. I know that these are silly and so irrelevant to what's going on in the world, and um, I hope they're somewhat humorous, because the funny thing is people think that planning an event or a party or a wedding, and that's most likely where cakes are served, although birthday parties and celebrations are served there too, Um, they think that it is so easy, um, and DIYers um, get into it and think, yeah, I don't need to hire a wedding planner. They, um, They just cost too much money, and the reality is that we save you a ton of money and time and value so let's talk cake there are um, bakeries that deliberately make their cake heavy and they're filling thick and they uh, weigh more than other cakes as in weigh as in scale um, you know, if you put it two different cakes on a scale, one might weigh a little lighter than the other, and it has to do with the batter that they make. Um, I really took time to interview bakers and choose the bakers that I recommend to um, my brides and grooms and my party people very seriously because. It is the last taste that your guests have in their mouth of your event. It should be a reflection of your favorite taste. If you like lemon, then it should you should definitely put lemon cake in there. If you like deep dark chocolate, then you should have a chocolate cake. But the interesting thing is it has to do with the flour that makes a difference and I've you could experiment at home I'll I'll challenge you to go buy different cake batters 
and see which one is the lightest and heaviest. Um, it happens on that too, you know. Um, a cake that has sour cream added to the batter or cream cheese might be a little thicker and heavier than a cake that is just um, a light flavor such as oh, um, angel cake. Angel cake is very light and fluffy, uh, whereas a chocolate cake or a banana nut cake or a fruit cake is thicker and denser and heavier. And these are one of the choices that you have to make for your event. Now here's the interesting thing. They are relatively the same in price. However, they might vary a quarter or 50 cents depending on your baker. So we're normally a cake, um, a slice of cake would be a dollar fifty per per serving. It would be two dollars if you got, let's say, a banana nut cake, which is rather an interesting topic. And I know it sounds silly to people, uh, but it's really true that cakes are charged by the slice. I uh, know when I went into it and earlier in event planning years, you would just go buy a cake. But um, as the industry advanced, it also learned that it was more financially feasible for the baker. And I am all for small business making a profit. So they charge per person. So you think it's not a lot of money, $1.50 a person, and you have 350 guests at your wedding. It is $525 for that cake that you're ordering. So it's a pretty good chunk of your budget. It's not a small amount of money that you're paying. And um, then all your guests might not want to eat it. So you have to figure out if you're going to take it home or give it to the venue to serve to their guests. So some things you want to consider. So as you go, you have to ask the baker if their batter is heavy or light. Uh, your first interview, you're interviewing them to see even if you want to purchase from them. And then you have to ask them for a tasting. This is all what wedding planners do. They save you that first step of going to them. The second step is the tasting. Um, I recommend that you have it narrowed down to three places, five at the most. And the reason for this is it gets difficult to figure it out. So once you've tasted a heavy cake and then you drive to another place to taste another cake, um, baker's cake, you know, you you really do have to um, 
have some kind of a break there, take, take a coffee or something to drink. The bakers are very good in providing a small beverage um, for you. However, you do need to think about yourself. Take water. Um, my personal choice is uh, bakers that are designer bakers. That means they can design anything that you need, and there is a reason for that. I love the ability to be able to draw a photograph or photograph a cake for my clients and see the baker create one. This is a little bit different than going through their style book and uh, picking one of their styles. And the reason I like this is because they can um, customize your wedding even more or your event even more. And it adds to the wow factor. You are listening to Maria Kamen at MKPDE on Anchor.